welcome to another episode of the Evolution Exchange podcast. I'm actually doing a really exciting podcast today from the Telia office in Solno and my guest today joining me will be discussing everything to do with wellness in the workplace. It's a really interesting topic which I know a lot of managers will definitely like and leaders as well will like to listen to and kind of find some benefits, some tips um, and some really good stories. Hi everyone, this is Chris Bennett here, the Knowledge Managing Director here at Evolution. We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data, product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. So without further ado, I'll pass you over to my participant, Tara, to introduce herself. Thank you so much. So my name is Sarah and I work here at Delia. I've been working here since 2015 and currently I'm working as a program manager for one of our programs here. Nice, thank you. Um, and I, do you know what? I love this topic. So I, just for a bit of context, before the podcast, me and Sarah spoke about different things within kind of initiatives within your team and things you've done in the past. And we'll definitely dive into the kind of examples in a lot more detail. But start us off with kind of what inspired you to focus on wellness in the workplace in general. That's a big question. Because, <laughs> yeah. because for me, it's been a long process. It didn't really happen uh, over a day or a night. So first of all, I think it's a little bit wrong to call it wellness in the workplace. Because the way you feel in your private life or in your work life, is it's going to spill over. Yeah. So for me, it's wellness in general. So I have a personal journey, which has been... Uh, quite long, tried to optimize my, my own health. And then in recent times, uh, I've had uh, a team that I was substituting for one of our maternity uh, managers. And we did a survey, people also, one of these classic surveys where you look, how happy are people in the workplace? <laughs> yeah. And one of the questions there was, uh, what is your general well-being like? And we had a team member who said that she would really like to focus on that topic as a team. Uh, to prove the general well-being and it was quite okay the result was 70 out of 100 okay uh but you can always get better yeah so knowing that i also knew that from my personal journey that there was a yale course called the science of well-being and i thought that would be a perfect opportunity for me to actually complete the course because mm -hmm. i tried to do it on my own and i didn't complete it and also to get the team uh, on the journey so on a completely voluntary basis, I said to the team, for those that want to participate, you can participate. Or for those that don't want to participate, you don't have to. And all but, uh, I'm not going to say one person. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone but one person actually participated from the team. So that's yeah. kind of, it's a personal story. And then, of course, combined to having the opportunity to do this with the team. Yeah, nice. and that all came from that one person's suggestion of let's focus on this. Yes. And, right. Yes. Because I think it's super important that you have the voluntary part of it. I don't yeah. think it would have worked if we forced it on the team and said, now we all focus on it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, I think it's definitely, it's kind of more genuine if it comes from within as well, rather than, oh, we're doing this because my manager's told me to. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, and I suppose in your opinion, why do you think this is a, an important topic? 
I mean, when you look back to uh, the mistakes that I have done in my life, is probably I've been far too goal oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that if I studied a lot, then my results would be very high. If I worked many hours, my results would be very high. Um, and today we are actually a lot of times paid for creativity. And your creativity is hindered when you just do more, 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 more. Yeah. And you don't generally uh, feel well. So that's why I think uh, that's one of the key reasons I think everybody should focus on wellness because the more we have AI taking over and the information overload that we have to handle today, you know, the meetings that you have, the emails that you get, uh, everybody's calling you from all over the place. Your mind is constantly busy. How are you supposed to be creative, which is actually your kind of core skill? Yeah. So I think that's super important. And then when you disconnect wellness from uh, from work, I think you're making a, a kind of a big mistake because if you look at all the other things that we had in the survey, which is barriers to execute, collaboration, uh, belief in, in, in the company, those are connected to how you feel. Mm-hmm. Because if you feel bad, of course you're going to think that the collaboration is not good. Yeah. Somebody else is not doing something. My role is unclear. I need to have it specified in the smallest detail to know because I'm kind of protecting my space and my mm. and my time right interesting so it's kind of like everything kind of starts with wellness of the person of the the thoughts of how they feel rather than just okay are they hitting the goals and they're hitting the KPIs are they working enough hours and you just that then brings around a more positive yeah I think you know what when you hear it out loud it's kind of like a no-brainer it's kind of like well of course that makes sense um but you are right a lot of people I'm sure listening myself as well think yeah when you wake up you don't think okay how can I be creative today it's like what are my goals what do I need to tick off what do I need to do so yeah I think it's very interesting um and then tell us more about what you're doing within your team within this initiative because I already know a few little bits but it's very 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 interesting yeah, so I was lucky enough to, with the manager that was a maternity, she said that it was okay for me to go ahead and keep the team for sessions once a week. So we meet up every week since January, and we go this course called Science of Wellbeing. Uh, that's completely free um, through the website, you can say. So it's a year course. Um, and it's a very theoretical course the first six weeks. Um, and then the last four weeks is a very practical course. But because we did it together, uh, every time that we met, we did some kind of activity. We did, mm-hmm. well, we've done a lot of weird activities. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, and we stretched it. So when you do it on your own, it's 10 weeks. But we've done it, yeah, since January until now. So it's, mm-hmm. a, so it's almost 20 weeks because I wanted to make sure that it didn't uh, take over in your personal life, that you mm-hmm. were able to balance it with your work. Um, and so it was basically you committed to one one hour of uh, your work week and then one hour of your personal uh, week, okay, I'd nice. say, to complete the course. And in this session, we've done everything from, you know, just drinking coffee in the office quietly for five minutes. And that was probably the weirdest experience <laughs> ever. So no one speaking, no, no one everyone speaking. in silence. No one speaking. And I'd even set the timer on six minutes because I thought the first minute people are going to be a bit giggly and think it's weird. And it was weird for the fullest. <laughs> it was so weird because you, you look around in this office environment and I think people can imagine like how a traditional office really looks like. 
and you have half the group staring out the window, and then the other half staring at the group staring out the window. Um, and it just was a very odd experience of how long these five minutes felt. Uh, right. long. We had people in the group counting around the time, five to ten minutes to five minutes. Yeah. Um, was it like kind of, did you feel like, obviously you knew these people, but was it kind of like a very, very alien experience? Like it was like you just was never in that situation before. It was an alien experience uh, and there was a lot of uh, strangeness there because we did the same exercise outside. Oh, okay. uh, and that was a completely different experience because there were things to look at and to shift your mind away from. However, what everybody just thought was like, it's amazing how calm you feel after those five minutes. Right. So it, the, the best thing about this course for me has been that I now love Mondays because this course was on Monday mornings. Oh, nice. And we just reflected over that the normal thing that you would do on a Monday is that you would probably rush your kids to school, you would rush on the train, you'd come in all flustered on Monday and then look at your to-do list and then realize you're never going to make it. Yeah. And those five minutes give you like a great sense of calm. Like how come we never give ourselves those five minutes? Yeah, you're right. And like the first thing you do as soon as you get in, you get a coffee, you do your emails. It's kind of nonstop from even before you start work, like you said, on the train, doing the school run, there isn't really. Any, and it's almost like you feel you can't do that. You can't have five minutes. Is, is that what you do when you come to work? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But really, like my biggest advice, just book your meetings five minutes earlier than they're supposed to start and use those five minutes for yourself. Just to quiet don't look at anything yeah and give yourself that moment of calm so there's been the activities kind of um, cover all areas of wellness and the theoretical part of the course will go through what you already know like you know that you're supposed to exercise mm. you know that you're supposed to meditate and give yourself some calm you know that you're supposed to sleep uh, uh, seven to ten hours uh, uh, a night you know that a rise gives you happiness for a very short moment yeah. and then it flattens out but for those that kind of need to hear it again and get the sense of difficult proof for it it's it's a fantastic opportunity to get that but what has given us the most as a group and i know that because i asked the team is the fact that we did it together and we did some exercises so social connection is one of those things that we know that we feel good from mm. even as introverts and that's hard for me to say because I'm also an introvert. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a learned extrovert. Right? Yeah, like yeah. a false. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that once you do have that coffee with someone who you haven't met for a long time and so on, you get energy that you, that you can use. So we did, for instance, a breakfast where we invited uh, people from the other team. Oh. And it was super luxurious because everyone in, in the group brought something for breakfast. We had a guy who did his own pancakes and it was Semledagen in Sweden. So it's like a special uh, treat or dessert. Okay, yeah. And he made like a version of pancakes for that. Like oh, on nice. a Monday in, on, on, in February, I think it was. <laughs> like, weather is crap. They're eating pancakes with strawberries. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's quite luxurious. Oh, amazing. And then, so that, that was up until now. Um, what are the plans, I suppose, after this? Is it something you'll do continuously? Is it kind of these are the learns? Yeah, so what we have done now is also, of course, you have to evaluate. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I do. It doesn't matter. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, so we know that people have got a sort of fantastic uh, new habits uh, in the group. And uh, I'm really hope they stick to them. So we have uh, one team members have to use the gym. Yeah, no, we have people who have their cell phone outside the bedroom. 
really that's a difficult one that is so so difficult yeah oh yeah oh every night every single and you hear it like you said you know that you hear on youtube or tiktok or videos whatever that you take the phone out because then the temptation isn't there and even whatever kind of having it on your bed and under your pillow it's really really bad um not how do people do it it's very difficult you feel like oh i'm disconnected what if something happens when really nothing happens Mm -hmm. Nothing happens and it just gives you the back of the espresso. It's not the perfect way to wake up. No. Uh, I also had the bad habit is I woke up at night, I would look at the phone. And if there was a PM, yeah. I would it and the other night, I killed the person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have people not leaving the phone. So we have some concrete results in terms of new activities that people are doing, which I just think is probably the biggest reward from the, from the whole experiment, you can call it. Uh, we've had almost everybody except, again, one person who didn't complete the course uh, um, online. So okay. they went in the group sessions and participated all the way and have uh, developed new habits and stuff, but didn't actually get the certificate. Ah, oh, right, okay. So, not the course completed. Yeah, so, yeah. But then we looked, in the beginning of the course, you do two um, happiness assessments. One is called firm score, the other is called authentic yeah, happiness score to measure kind of the baseline. And then you measure it again once you are finished with the course. And I can see now the results. And we have increased both those scores. So the one of the scores we've increased with 13% and the other one 16%, which is quite wow. high. Yeah, that's amazing. It's such a short space of, what, just over five months? Yeah. yeah. So really, really, you expect it to be kind of over the course of 12 months that you see yeah. minimal increase. But that would still be a really big win as well because it's an increase it's a positive so yeah that's amazing in terms of the results so far yeah and and i think also i mean there's so many benefits that it almost sounds too good to be true <laughs> we're talking about it because we had the whole aspect of uh, you know people during uh, corona or covid they are trying to find their way back to work and they're trying to find a reason to come back to work not just uh, because mm. We tell them to come back to work, basically. Uh, we have the benefit of, of health, and then you have the benefit of building a team, of building a group, because now you're doing activities that are not kind of common work activities. You're getting to know your colleagues more personally, more intimately. You're sharing in a way that you wouldn't share Yeah. otherwise. Yeah. Uh, we have some weird experiences, like the one staring outside the window, <laughs> or there was a, a, a group of... Uh, the last four weeks that are practical sessions, I, I decided that everyone would organize those last weeks so that I'm not the one organizing everything. Okay, nice idea. And so we had two people who said, we're going to walk around the lakes. And that sounded like, yeah, that's a fantastic idea. And then we come into the lakes. I'm like, is that dead bird? <laughs> and, and then we continue walking. I'm like, there's loads of dead birds. Oh. And then it turned out that there was a bird flu. Around. Oh, no. <laughs> But that's like, it's a bonding. Yeah, it's an experience. It's an experience. Like, I've never done, I've been around that lake, like, probably a hundred times. But that's, I'm kind of reminded. Yeah, definitely. And I imagine for the people, like you said, coming back to work, it's kind of a new experience, that social engagement. It's, yeah. It makes them feel happier and, and better in, in themselves. Yeah. And so we didn't want to be exclusive. We have uh, uh, three uh, people who, who are living a little bit further away from the office who are mm-hmm. in there so often. And so we said, for those people, we're going to do it on teams. And uh, for the rest of us, we're going to do it physically. Yeah. 
uh, hybrid doesn't really work here, I would say, because you're trying to do things together right, and yeah. not just sit and chat. And what's also interesting is that those people who did it physically, the part that they enjoyed the most was the group sessions. Right, because they were with each other yeah. in person. Yeah, and those who did it on Teams, they enjoyed the individual work the most. Right, interesting. Yeah, that is a bit of a knowledge bomb in terms of people who work from home. Yeah. We've got so many technologies now, Slack, Teams. Yeah. It's virtually an office. Yeah. Well, there's something obviously that tells us otherwise within them results. Yeah, especially when you're trying to do things. When you do it like you can't, if we did a digital breakfast, it's not the same mm. thing as, you know, inviting people and seeing them laugh. Yeah. Somebody else's pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not the same. Oh, it's so interesting. Really, really interesting. Um, has there been any kind of misconceptions that you've learned or anything um, that's kind of interesting to share that's been a bit of a surprise? Um well, there's a lot of things that have been surprising to me uh, from the group, and is that it's the small kind of good things that we do that just stack on top of each other that lead to the results. I think in this, in this group. So we talked a lot about savoring and gratitude, and the fact that when you drink your cup of tea or coffee, actually think about what you're uh, drinking, mm-hmm. um, and that you know on a rational level you know that if you enjoy something and you think about enjoying it, you kind of prolong the enjoyment. Right, yeah. But you do, when you don't apply it, then it doesn't matter that you know. So some of these things have been kind of eye-opening for me and the group that, okay, I now have the gratitude tools. So when I go to bed at night, I can say, what were the best things about the day? Okay. So even if you have a shitty day, yeah, which we all do, yeah. Like, how do you shift your focus from the bad to the good? And the, those tools are, they don't demand any time of you because exercise demands time from you. Yeah, you can't just do it. You can't just do it. You have to, like, you have to schedule them. You have to create a habit. Sometimes you have to pay for a new outfit because that will get you inspired. <laughs> yes. Some new trainers. <laughs> Why not a new gym card? <laughs> yeah. Because that will get you inspired. But uh, but these things are completely free and they take so little time. It's just about actually doing it. Yeah. And do you feel now kind of, um, obviously the course, you've got the certification, but is there things you've learned that sounds like you, know, you can apply to situations because you've now got the toolkit rather than just, okay, this is the examples that we can do, but you've also got things that, have come, that you can take from that to apply into other situations. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh... It's, it's all, first, it's a great meditation, and you look at, okay, so how do you relax your mind? How do you uh, shift your focus from the positive or from the negative to the positive? Mm-hmm. Uh, group dynamics, you get so much many learnings from group dynamics, so just how it works. And to think about the fact that when you go to work, people are not always feeling much. And that's why their reaction mm-hmm. is what their reaction is. Yeah. That, that has probably been the most eye-opening because you, I could see it on the scores in the beginning. I know my own happiness levels. And then to just apply that and just think about, okay, maybe somebody, you know, ran to the train and didn't get on the train. And yeah, yeah. it's not me, it's you. No. <laughs> <laughs> but just to have, yeah, that, you never have, that, so. have that in your mind and also to make sure that you check in with the people around you. Yeah, because that's the most dangerous. When I when I was manager of a team, that's what I found the most difficult. The people are working from home, 
because it's so easy to kind of lie online. Yeah. When I ask you how are you, it's so easy for you to say good online mm. because I don't see your movements. I don't get any energy from your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But face to face, it's so much more difficult. In depth, it's so much more difficult. If I would yeah. actually take some time and ask you four or five questions, maybe I would actually figure it out online as well. But it demands more from me. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And then we've kind of touched on it, but is there anything else you could add for how can managers, leaders, and I suppose even anyone on a team really um, kind of create this culture of wellness and any anything to kind of give them ideas, tips, things that just, like you said, they're looking at people who are working from home, very different from asking online to then asking in person? There's so many things, but I think what the major one is not to see wellness as a waste of time. Mm. So I was very fortunate that the, that the current manager of the team saw it worth investing that one hour. I'm pretty sure she got back in productivity and creativity and, and happiness of the workplace tenfold to the time that, yeah. that was dedicated, but not to see it as a waste of time. And then just to be very mindful and aware of it, that, okay, if you do know that it's good to boost your creativity, Meet by example. So book your one-to-ones on a walk. Right, yeah. And even if you're digital, you can talk over the phone. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Space or meet them. Like, uh, oh, they live over there. Travel in New Zealand to take a walk. Yeah, yeah, if, if you have that opportunity. If you're mainly online or mainly digital, then you do have to invest uh, a lot of time in the wellness uh, of, of your people. Because it takes more to figure out how they're actually doing, and, and that you can eat, you can schedule five minutes uh, sitting quiet and drinking coffee on Teams as well. Yeah. Make sure that they don't have team meetings back to back. Right. Yeah, that's a big one that happens a lot, isn't it? Yeah. All of a sudden, people don't need to go to the toilet. You can look. in the transportation time. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think most people. I literally speak to most people across tech companies in in Stockholm and. That, oh, I've been back to back with meetings. Sorry, I'm five minutes late. I've had meetings since this morning, and that can be anyone. Like if anyone working in a busy environment does does have that bad habit of oh, I'm just going to overfill my diary, and it's maybe you don't realise till you hear someone else say it that that actually isn't very good for the person's wellness. It isn't it straight. If you if people were honest, mm. you would say hundred percent have gone to the toilet and muted themselves, left the, oh, left yeah, the meeting, yeah. And yeah. Or like if you've got kids, or post, I always get parcels and I always kind of mute, I'll be back in two minutes. And then do you know what I mean? It's, your, your mind is everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I suppose going back to the course you touched on there, the remote, how different was it, um, your experience doing this in person versus people online? I know you said obviously they enjoyed the individual, but for you as a manager, how did you find it? The, the negative thing about doing it in two places is that you you don't, include the phone group uh, right so they they were kind of two groups uh, kind of separate so I would say that's that wasn't uh, ideal but then on the other hand I think it was more important for me that they actually got to complete the course and learn some new tools rather than saying no either you participate physically or you don't yeah so what happened in the in the digital session for most part and I haven't participated so this is from hearsay you can say uh, for most part they discussed what they had gone through in the course material and sometimes they would schedule an individual part so if we went on a on a walk as a group 
they would take an individual uh, walk. Right. Okay. So they would still do it on an them as an individual probably got out as much as 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 the group that did it together, but as a group and building the group dynamic, I think they got out a little bit uh, less. And I also think that it's more difficult to motivate action on distance. So for instance, if we said, okay, we're going to spend this one hour exercising, in theory, they had already that one hour in the calendar. But I do think you kind of lose a little bit of the group pressure and it's easy to fall it. Or I'm just going to take this meeting or I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah, I'm just not going to fire up it, which is kind of the problem that we discussed in yeah. the very first beginning of this conversation is prioritizing other things and not yeah. actually being aware of how important it is. And then you should never uh, underestimate the power of a group to complete things. Mm. So there's a group pressure in doing things together. We, we talked about it before. Um, we kind of added some things that were not in the course. So for one week, we tried not having our cell phones in the bedroom. Yeah. And it became like everybody at least tried, some more successfully than others. <laughs> but then you, you can't come back to the group and say, like, yeah, I couldn't even bother to try it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had one one time we were supposed to give compliments and, and, and work on that. And again, the group pressure does that you are more likely to complete something. Yeah, because you don't fear of letting the team down or being the first to say, no, actually, I didn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Like I said, I tried to do this course on my own. And then after well, a while, yeah. I lost motivation because it's like nobody holds me accountable. I don't have anyone to discuss it with. I'm not as creative for my own uh, well-being as I am for others. So yeah, others yeah, come well, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's crazy that, isn't it? I think I've noticed that leading the team is kind of like you want, it's like practice what you preach, lead from the front. You yeah. want to take care of your own wellness. But yeah. then when it's someone else's, it, it's like, so much more important which kind of isn't the point it's kind of should be the other way around i'm way more excited about everybody else's health. yeah <laughs> but i mean it sounds like a really 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 good course and it's, there's so many benefits already um is there anything else that you kind of would give as advice if someone's listening and they only have a remote team they only deal with online communication with their team yeah I would, I would get back to that to, to check in uh, more frequently to kind of have meetings that simulate reality. Mm-hmm. So if you would have a coffee break, simulate that coffee break so that not all your meetings are work, work, work. Yeah. And that's something that I noticed that the meetings that you have digitally, they leave very room for the chit chat that you have when you're in a room. So and when you're in a room, you're starting up your computer and everybody's kind of sharing ideas. What did you do in the weekend? Da, 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 da. Yeah. But then when you do it remotely, all of a sudden you kind of forget to ask people what they did in the weekend. You're like, yes, let's dive into this uh, yeah. straight away. So leave room in the calendar, have those uh, natural coffee breaks, and uh, remember that you can walk and talk at the same time even when you're remote. Yeah, I think people get stuck into the habit of, oh, we've set an agenda for this meeting. Let's get straight into it. We've got to get through all points that we've made and then likewise well we need to be online we need to be face-to-face on on a teams meeting on a zoom call when actually getting out and you can walk and feel good about yourself and the other person can do that and replicate that as well and when you're having one-to-ones i don't think you necessarily always need a computer in so many one-to-ones yeah i had managers over the time judges just uh, with a quotation mark uh, check-in meetings you don't have to necessarily sitting down for that yeah, and I think you would also find that people are more 
open and honest and uh, when you walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more when they walk in than when they are sitting. So if we had this conversation walking, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, literally. And like you said about people looking out the window in the kind of five minutes of science, five minutes of science outside feels less weird. Yeah. feels fine yeah. because you're kind of more open because you're in the open. Yeah, yeah nice. And then encourage people to, when they are finally in a, in a scene where you have to wear a heavy computer to actually turn on the cameras. We had like waves when Corona, so in the beginning, nobody had their cameras on, then everybody yeah. had their cameras on, and now we're back to, it's okay at certain size meetings that you turn your camera off and and so on. And I honestly don't think there's any occasion when it's a, a good occasion not to have your camera on mm. because there's so much less interaction with, with the cameras off. Yeah. Um, and then, and then some will argue, yeah, but I'm sitting in front of the computer all day. Uh, I'm watching my own face all day and I'm <laughs> getting tired of it. You can turn off your own face. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to look at it. your own face. But if that's the case, you're having too many meetings. Yeah. Oh, good indicator as well. Yeah. 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 I really like that. So if that's the feedback, then it's, well, this person is literally in meeting after meeting after meeting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. No, I think there's so many, so many kind of bits of, of advice. Something you did mention earlier, which I want to kind of circle back to, is prioritizing the wellness. Yeah. Um, I think some people can think of it as almost like a buzzword of, yeah, we prioritize your wellness, come and work for us. You hear it a lot in, in kind of job ads and things like that. Um, but how do you approach prioritizing wellness? What advice would you give to other managers who kind of want to take that step but as you say meetings deadlines everything how do you actually make sure you prioritize that time first of all you as a manager or as a as somebody who says prioritize wellness you have to do it on your own so i think yeah it would be very strange if i sat here uh, and i didn't do things for myself because then yeah i'd be like okay <laughs> it's easy to talk yeah i'm yeah. not in no ways perfect and that's why i also have done this course because i feel like there's so many things that i can do to improve myself but that's the number one thing that you have to prioritize is be open about the fact that you prioritize it so i can openly go and exercise during lunch i openly take walk and talks yeah uh, so that people know that it's not just me saying it but it's me living it and then uh to help the team make it easy for them. So you can schedule easy. Why don't you schedule in Monday mornings as exercise morning for the team or wellness morning for the team? You can either do it as a group or individually, but give them that kind of space in the calendar. Book in your walk and talks. Make that mm -hmm. easy for them. When you're doing team activities, why are we so stuck at it being at dinner? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, for me, it's very strange that when we were younger, and we did something in a group with our classmates. There was always had a we have a version of baseball in Sweden called Dembol. We would do that, or we would play ball, or we would do something like that's actually movement, uh, and or be outside. Or when you or when we did uh, a team day with my team uh, last year, then we actually scheduled in short uh, outside breaks, short exercise breaks. It's it's so easy to do that because then. You open up the mind for for the team. Okay, when we schedule a work day together with with some colleagues or a workshop, then we can add in exercise uh, or so on. Yeah, and I think just listening to it kind of removes that fear of oh, can I go and take a walk? Well, I know we've got a break for a half an hour, thirty minutes. 
can I go outside or do I have to stay in the room where we're having the meeting? Can I just go to the toilet and come back or can I actually take the time to be outside? So if you're kind of not forcing it upon people, but it's scheduled, it's in the diary, it's very common of this is the time where we'll be outside, this time we'll take a walk, this is the time we'll be on a call rather than a video call, yeah. it makes people more willing to do it, I imagine, and easier. We have a, on the 60th floor, we have a terrace outside. It took me years since I figured out. But what is stopping us from having uh, meetings out here? Yeah, especially when the weather is It's really nice today, for anyone listening, lovely sun. Yeah, when the weather's nice. Yeah, so there, there are easy ways to do it and not to think of it as, as interests as okay, you're sore. A lot of people are like, yeah, I don't have time to exercise during uh, lunch. Take a walk. Take a 10-minute walk. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the little things. No, I think that's been amazing advice. Really, really good. I think anyone listening who wants to either start prioritising wellness, doesn't really know how to go about it, or just want some general hints and tips, we've covered so, so many. And there's so much online that's free. They're completely free. Yeah. There's like 10-minute yoga sessions. We did a yoga session. Oh, that was also a bit weird but but it's not like any one of us is a yoga expert uh, yeah okay yeah I can imagine that was a but like you said it's putting the team into an environment where they're all experiencing this kind of weird thing for the first time and then the bonding on top yeah. of that yeah I love the idea I don't think they will do yoga in an office again unless they're a coach but when we thought about it it's like it's it's 10 minute exercises that you could actually do by your desk Mm. But we don't do it. Yeah, because it's not the norm. And then people say, yeah, stand at your desk. And there's all these, uh, there's millions of millions of tips. So I don't think there's a lack of tips. There is just the mindset is that we don't have time. Mm. And I agree, we don't have time because we only have one life. So that's the time we don't have. We don't have time to not optimize our wellness because you're shortening your life. But to say that you don't have time to find these five or ten minutes here and there, not really. Yeah? Crazy. And again, I am definitely not perfect. So just to be clear, <laughs> anyone who's listening in and knows it, like, <laughs> oh no, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think the biggest thing is is actually the realization of well, that you can do it. It doesn't actually need to be transforming the way that everybody works or thinking of any big initiative it's just the little things yeah and make it easy for yourself we have a team that's on the level floor they've put up a, a pull-up bar in, in the office oh really and it's there yeah. okay so once you, you get one thing is that you keep getting a reminder that you know maybe you should do something yeah. <laughs> you actually go there and just do a couple of pull-ups yeah exactly. yeah yeah make it easy for yourself oh i love that i love that idea um but no well thank you for for joining me on the podcast anyone who's listening thank you for listening as always um and yeah feel free to reach out to myself or sarah if anybody wants any kind of extra information um but yeah thank you for all of all of your advice thank you for having me <laughs> no problem <laughs>